everyone. In case you didn't know, this past Sunday were the Emmy Awards, which used to be a night of must-see TV, but it's not anymore. And why is that? By the end of this episode, you'll be able to say, now I get it. I'm one of your hosts, Evelyn. And I'm Matt. And Evelyn, did you even watch the Emmys this Sunday? Matt, I did. Although I have to admit, I did watch it as background TV and I didn't even have anyone to text about it with. I didn't even text you. Why didn't you watch it? I feel like the Emmys used to be a real bundle of value, but I feel like a lot of that value has gone away with changes in media. So for example, if I want to know what shows to watch, I don't need to watch the Emmys to tell me what's good. Netflix will tell me what's trending in America. That's right. Netflix has that top 10 ranking they update every day, right? In the app. They do. And so you have a record of what's trending and you have your own personalized algorithm to say, you know what, Evelyn, if you like this show, go watch this. And I feel like that's something that wasn't available 20 years ago. Secondly, I think the whole Emmys and Oscars, like the red carpet, such a big moment. But mm-hmm. as we talked about a few weeks ago with Met Gala, like social media allows us to see all the celebrities in more authentic ways all the time. You can see them pre-show, during the show, post-show, and for the six months leading up to the event itself. So what new information am I going to get in a 30-second interview with a celebrity and some random person from, I guess, an entertainment outlet? That's so true. I would much (laughs) rather know about what cause they care about on TikTok versus who they're wearing (laughs) in a 15-second interview. Why then were you watching as background and not in person? Like, Why weren't you primarily focused on it? Yeah, I think in general, you know, what ended up happening was the winning the winners were actually quite monotonous. Um, If you, since you didn't catch it, I don't know if you even remember, but Ted Lasso did very well in the comedy categories. The Queen's Mm -hmm. Gambit swept all of the limited series and the Crown Mm -hmm. swept all of the drama series categories. Oh, wow. Um, And that as a result, yes. And that as a result came out with the hashtag Emmy So White. Um, Not to say Mm. that, you know, these white actors and predominantly white shows were undeserving of the awards, but I'm just surprised it was such a sweep. You know, like, let's not forget, this was a really strong year of nominations. We had Lovecraft Country. We had Underground Railroad by Barry Jenkins. We had Blackish. We had May yep. I Destroy You. I May Destroy You. Yep. On Blackish, I, I feel like I read somewhere that the main actor, Anthony Anderson, I think had his like seventh Emmy nomination for Outstanding Lead and still has not yet won. So I think what's interesting is oh, the consistency of some of these performers is not being rewarded, but certain shows that punch through and catch the zeitgeist of the moment are being rewarded. With a diverse nomination, is it even a win for the culture if they're not winning? Yeah, I mean, that's an open question. I think if we do view this and view the Emmys as a piece of content in itself, I mean, as you mentioned, like people have access to so many different shows and movies that do reflect them or these audiences. And so if you're not seeing representation and the content you're watching on these award shows, then there are plenty of other options. Um, And so I think that's one where audience can choose now. There's more supply, there's more options. And so you don't need to kind of follow one show and kind of just tune in because that's the only thing on TV. That's so true. I mean, what do you think about the future of award shows then? Are they all screwed? (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, I feel like it's more of a medium mismatch where if you think about the Grammys and BMAs, like, I don't know about you, but I feel like they've done a really good job of adapting their shows. Like, for example, the value proposition of seeing Kanye West interrupt someone or do performance or collaboration (laughs) on stage, like, you're not getting that on IG Live, for example. Oh, no way. He's way too mysterious to be on Instagram or YouTube for that. <laughs> and like, if you think about Ted Lasso, it's not like these characters are recreating a new scene or previewing season three at the Emmys. And so really the question is like, why should people tune in? Because again, I feel like the Emmys used to be this bundle where you could get curation, you could see the stars, you could know um, what's coming down the pike and get some really unique experiences on the red carpet or during the award show. But these days, all of that is accessible outside the award show. So, I mean, the show hasn't evolved to a new environment where, again, you have choices, I have choices. So why tune in? Uh, Now I get it. The Emmys have basically been unbundled to the point where they're irrelevant. (laughs) Well, (laughs) listeners, let us know if you agree or disagree. We'd love to hear from you. See you in our email inbox or DMs. See you next time. 